welcome to the Work Research Revolution. I'm your host, Cara DeLunger. In this podcast, I speak to doctors, scientists, professors, and business leaders who are at the leading edge of this work research revolution and radically changing the way we work. We will be harnessing their collective insight so that we can create the catalyst that drives much needed change in the future of work around the world. Work Reset Revolution is brought to you by Softer Success. Visit www.softersuccess.com to learn how you can revolutionize your well-being plan and help eradicate burnout in your organization. So let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Work Reset Revolution. I'm Cara DeLonga, the founder and CEO of Softer Success, author and burnout consultant. And in today's episode, we will talk about how we can start a work reset revolution by tackling the root causes of moral injury and organizational burnout head on. That's right. It's just me today. We'll discuss the ins and outs of moral injury and offer you a special surprise at the end. So be sure to listen all the way. The world of work is changing. Burnout is skyrocketing. More employees than ever before are struggling to find value in their work. All the while, the companies they work for are forgetting their most important asset, their people. Now, if the pandemic has taught us anything, it is that we need to look after our people better than ever before. While many organizations have put well-being first and foremost on their agenda, I believe there are still structural procedures policies, and ways of working that stop us from really changing the way we work. And that is why I've created the Work Reset Revolution movement, to fundamentally change the way we work, by starting a cultural revolution in the workplace that is laying the stepping stones for and helping the next generations profoundly. So we have the right energy to look after our planet You see, the same systems we use to burn people out or that can cause burnout are the same ways or systems we use or abuse the planet with. So it is crucial that we radically change the way we work so we can create a better future for our children, the next generations and our planet. I see many people going back to old ways of working business travel, and other procedures that are not healthy. Let's not fall back to the way things used to be, but create ongoing change. And the time to take action is now. And that change starts at the heart of organisations and the way we have been working for the last 40 or 50 years. We've been focusing on money output, return on investment with policies and procedures that are set to burn people out without formally adding measures to protect people's well-being in organizations, such as well-being part of job descriptions, OKRs, adding it to company mission and purpose. And let me give you an example and share some of our latest scientific research. First, let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen or witnessed something at work that went against your own values and beliefs? Did it leave you feeling shocked and upset or angry? And did this go on for a while? And was it something that you found hard to let go of? Or maybe you know somebody that has experienced that. Well, you may have experienced moral injury. 
and have you heard of it before? Well, moral injury refers to the lasting strong cognitive and emotional response that is caused by witnessing or failing to prevent an action that goes against our own values and beliefs. Now, typically, moral injury research has been conducted within military settings and more recently within healthcare. It was first coined by psychiatrist Jonathan Shea as a result of his work with traumatized Vietnam War veterans and was later brought into wider academic recognition by Dr. Brett Litz's work on war veterans. But there have been repeated calls for more evidence to understand the extent of the moral injury problem within other occupations, especially in a business setting, which is why we conducted this innovative new research with Sheffield University. And the evidence is there. Moral injury is rife in organizations. And what we found in our research is that it can contribute and even cause burnout. When somebody has witnessed or seen an act that goes against their own values and beliefs, this can create moral stress. And if this goes on for a long time, if it is not addressed or resolved, then this can lead to moral injury. In the research with Sheffield University and Affinity Health, we conducted qualitative and quantitative research, which meant we not only interviewed groups of people to test and evaluate, but we also conducted quantitative research and an evidence review. Now, our research demonstrated that the emotional and work-related outcomes in the short term for moral injury were things such as reduced professional efficacy, which is a burnout warning symptom, concern for impact on career, avoidance of work, reduced engagement, another burnout warning symptom, feelings of isolation, depression, embarrassment, anger, and betrayal. It is more the long-term effect of moral injury that is worrying, such as sickness absence, loss of trust and commitment, grief for lost identity, cynicism, another burnout warning symptom, guilt and shame, a need to resolve, and eventually burnout. And now what is interesting to observe is that all the people that were interviewed by our psychologist and who had suffered moral injury eventually left their employer and even months after leaving, the moral injury was still troubling them. But to me, this explains a contributing reason for the great resignation. People are leaving in droves. Their values, mission, and purpose are no longer aligned with their organization. In fact, there's a huge misalignment. And they may well be suffering from moral injury, which in turn leads to burnout. And we need to fundamentally get to the root causes of toxicity in organizations, and we need to do this scientifically. So how can we start to change the way we work? We need to tackle this moral injury and identify and tackle burnout head on. By helping companies identify the employees who are going to burn out before they actually do. Now, here are some recommendations on how to prevent moral injury. I did say, listen to the end, and this may help you if you're an organization, you're working in an organization or an individual as part of a team or manager. So as a business and organization, how can you prevent moral injury and therefore also prevent burnout? Well, first of all, take our business well-being assessment. It's a 90-second psychometric test to assess the risk of burnout, and we've included a measure to detect moral injury. 
Now, following our research, this measure has been specifically researched and tested to identify the risk of moral stress and moral injury. And together with Sheffield University and the psychologist at Affinity Health, this is a groundbreaking new way to measure moral injury in a business setting and to assess the risk of burnout. So your business can quickly get to the root cause and minimize burnout for its employees. Now, as a leader and a manager, what can you do to prevent this or deal with this in your teams? Well, first of all, make sure that you're developing leaders who are ethically and authentically oriented, those who are aware of their values and moral system. Encourage a culture where leaders take responsibility for their actions and are able to acknowledge mistakes and show vulnerability. So creating that psychological safety. And again, if you're a manager, try and balance the urge to protect your team with a need to protect yourself. So focus on honest and open communication rather than shouldering all the pressure and the stress yourself. As an individual, what can you do if you have felt moral injury? Now, this is often a structural organizational issue that would need to be resolved here. So it's not just you and it's your organization and it's up to them to resolve it. But there are small steps you can take to help yourself. So first of all, make sure that you look for allyship and support, either within the organization or outside through friends or family, a coach or even a counselor. Invest in self-care and prioritize recovery time. And although it may seem, may seem out of control, try to find elements of the situation that you can control. And if you are really affected by this, please do seek help with your medical practitioner. I hope you have found these tips useful. And if you would like to read our research paper on moral injury, we also have more recommendations for employers and managers, please head over to our website, softersuccess.com, where you can download it for free. We know we need to understand burnout better, and we know we need to prevent it with evidence-based solutions. And measuring burnout is a catalytic big step in our work reset revolution. And I will be back on this podcast very soon to share a letter from the future. But in the meantime, as the world is speeding up, please make sure you take time to slow down. Slow down, cut out what you can, because the speed of change is causing trauma and more burnout is increasing. So please don't resist the change, accept change and take it slow. What can you do today to create more balance in your life? I will see you very soon. Thank you for listening to the Work Reset Revolution. I'd like to know what has been your biggest takeaway from this conversation. As a next step, share this episode with anyone that you think may benefit. Follow us on LinkedIn at Softer Success for more inspiration to change the way we work and contact us at info at softersuccess.com to find out more about our burnout assessment tool. If you have any feedback on how to improve, please do reach out to me as I'm always keen to learn more. Thank you so much for listening and we'll meet again on the next episode of Work Reset Revolution. Thank you.